Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into the PHNX Cardinals podcast, presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. I'm your host, Chirsten Soussel. Cardinals All-Pro pass rusher J.J. Watt is expected to make his return after what should have been a season-ending injury. And when he does, he'll be representing the power of hard work and determination, despite the odds. But any time he steps on the field wearing the number 99 jersey as an Arizona Cardinal, he's representing something far more powerful than that. Here's a glimpse into the life of former Cardinal Marshall Goldberg with the help of his wonderful daughter, Ellen, who gave Watt her blessing to unretire her dad's jersey so he could wear it. I have said constantly that football was dad's first and true love, you know, and, and that was not an understatement by any means. Patrick to Goldberg, and here comes Goldberg. Seven yards, 12 yards, 22-yard game. Marshall Goldberg is considered one of the founding fathers of Pitt football. The former running back played for the university from 1936 to 1938. As a two-time All-American, he helped the Panthers to -to back-to-back national titles in 1936 and 1937. He held the school's all-time rushing record, until a man by the name of Tony Dorsett came along in the mid-70s. But an even greater accomplishment, his induction into the College Football Hall of Fame. He was always, and still is, highly regarded by the University of Pittsburgh. I can remember going to Pittsburgh for homecoming games. And uh, and it was kind of cute because everybody knew who he was. I mean, <clears throat> you could see a little boy about five years old. He knew who he was. I thought, well, how do you know? <laughs> You're Marshall Goldberg. <laughs> and uh, when Pitt uh, was about to have their uh, stadium torn down and then rebuilt as a combination Pitt Stadium and Panther Stadium, they had him very involved in that. And at that point, he was pretty old. They had this really beautiful uh, walnut box and they brought it out to the middle of the field and they had dad walk out there and they opened the box and they said that the the spectators had to cheer and that all of their cheering would be captured in the box. And then dad closed the box 
to, to grab all the cheering. And I mean, it was, it was emotional, you know, especially for dad. When the stadium was built for uh, Pitt and the Steelers, they had dad come back with the box. And he opened the box and the spirit was released. Goldberg's ability as a two-way player paved the way for a career in the NFL. He was selected by the Chicago Cardinals with the 12th overall pick in the 1939 NFL Draft. And to give you an example of just how good he was, during the 1941 season, he led the NFL with seven interceptions as a defender, while logging 427 yards rushing, 16 receptions for 313 yards and a touchdown, and led the league in kickoff returns. Football was Goldberg's true love, but in the midst of his NFL career, duty called, and he stepped away from the game to do what he felt was right, enlist in the Navy during World War II. When I was a little girl, I, I used to ask him questions about the war, and it was absolutely off limits. I think he was experiencing things that were too difficult. I got this, uh, this note card one day, and I said, there's this man... And um, uh, he wanted to, he wanted to contact your stepmother, and she didn't want to. And I said, "That's okay, I'll do it." And so he contacted me, and he says, "I have to tell you, your father was a bunkmate of mine in the Navy." I said, "You're kidding?" He said, "No, and he was really something else because we were all warned that this really fancy football player was going to be joining our group." And everybody was really intimidated. And the next thing I know, I'm going back to my bunk, and there's a guy sitting there shining my shoes. And he said, well, who are you? He said, well, I'm Marshall Goldberg. Who are you? And he gives him his name, and he says, well, you know, I just thought I'd shine your shoes for you. He says, boy, some fancy football player. <laughs> He was blown away, and he was so grateful, and they were great friends afterwards. Goldberg was both humble and fearless, and he went on to become a lieutenant in the Scouts and Raiders, which would later become the Navy SEALs. He did tell me a story of when he went out to lunch. There were a bunch of um, Navy officers at another round table, and Dad had his, uh, his uh, cap on that had all the bells and whistles on it, you know. And um, he got up to leave, and they all stood up and saluted him. And he was a little embarrassed, and he said, no, I should be saluting you. <laughs> and he said, no, no, not with what you've done. And, and that, was, that was pretty terrific. After the war was over, he returned to Chicago with an opportunity to rejoin the Cardinals. I really was impressed with the fact that he quit the Cardinals without anybody asking him to, you know, and enlisting in the Navy and then going back to the Cardinals. I thought that was pretty neat. But I, I never really thought of him as a, as a hero about it. But I, 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 looking back at it, I'd think of it he was. In typical Goldberg fashion, he didn't just rejoin the team. He helped them win an NFL championship in 1947, and was later inducted into the Cardinals' Ring of Honor and had his jersey retired.
he was a father, and he fought in the military, and is in the College Football Hall of Fame, and won a championship with the Cardinals. He did a lot. So what do you think was his proudest accomplishment? His proudest accomplishment, really, I think, was what he was doing at the time. You know, he was very proud of being in, in football. But when he was done with football, he left. You know, and then he went into machine tools. And he was uh, an international uh, trader in machine tools. And he worked with uh, Germany and he worked with Japan. And I know that he was very proud of that. And that was really his focus at the time. And he took that from working with a company to buying the company and expanding. And that was, uh, that was really his thing then. And so I think it was more what he was doing at the time. Goldberg lived his life with complete dedication to the moment, even when it came to sacrificing his body. During his football career, he suffered an estimated 18 concussions. And I had several people tell me over the years that um, they had gone to a game at uh, Wrigley Field and watched Dad play, and he got knocked out, and they'd get him on a stretcher and bring him to the uh, sidelines and leave him there and wait till he came to and then have him go back on the field. And I was floored. I mean, they wouldn't do that today, you know, but they did it then, you know, they, they didn't have a choice. And you know what? Dad didn't mind at all. After his death at the age of 88 back in 2006, Ellen helped set up the Marshall Goldberg Traumatic Brain Injury Fund at the University of Illinois at Chicago, which has played a big role in bringing awareness to head injuries in athletes a fund that J.J. Watt would later contribute to. We have breaking news into SportsCenter. Forget about the Bills, the Titans. J.J. Watt has just tweeted that he has signed with the Arizona Cardinals. Could you think of a better guy to wear your dad's jersey? No, and it's funny, too, because I don't follow football that much anymore, but my younger niece does. And she called me up. She was beside herself. She was hysterical, practically, and she said, you know that there probably isn't a better guy in football to have this happen to. And I said, well, I kind of had the impression that that was true, and she said, it is. It really is. He's a good guy, and he's also a good player, but he's a really good guy. And I'm sure Dad would have liked that, too, because, again, you know, Dad's thing was for the team. So if he had known that this was going to somebody who it meant something to, for one thing, with J.J. having that number leading up to this and it meaning something to him, Dad would have been pleased. But uh, it just just takes on a different kind of meaning. You know, Um, I think he would be very happy. When J.J. Watt steps on the field again, He'll be wearing the jersey of a college football legend, a Hall of Famer, a World War II veteran, NFL champion, and of a man who lived life fully in every moment. He'll be wearing the jersey of Marshall Goldberg.